0: Hey guys, this is
1: Harry and Ralph, Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. We are a video game podcast that releases content every Sunday, alternating between full game reviews and general gaming conversation. Our reviews include in-depth analysis on plot, audio graphics, and gameplay, and we throw in little-known facts on the game development. We provide uncomfortable sexual tension, harassment towards each other while being analytical about the game of the week, and endless poorly executed impersonation. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go, where sensitivity is a foreign concept.
0: Thank you and welcome to WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. I'd like to take this moment to talk about our social media outlets and the platforms you can listen and find us on. You can follow us on Twitter at WCSN312. Like us on our Facebook at Windy City Sports Network or at WCSN312. We also recently just joined Instagram, and you can follow us there at WCSN312 as well. We post all our shows to listen to on our social media outlets. If you're driving to work, you're driving back home from work, working out, or just chilling at home, pop on your headphones, you can listen to us on many platforms. Number one is iTunes. Our goal is to become a top 100 podcast. We need your help by going on iTunes. Rate us by giving us five stars and subscribe. We're on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, our original platform SoundCloud, Overcast, Castbox, Podbean, the podcast app, and most recently, Google Play. Search for Windy City Sports Network and you'll find us there. All platforms are free to you and available on iOS or Android phones tablets Apple TV or any mobile devices or computers we are beginning to do quick live pre-shows on our social media outlets so make sure you follow or like us there we will be live on periscope which is via our Twitter and Facebook live before every live broadcast lastly you can watch us live interact with us via the chat rooms on our newly launched YouTube channel Go to YouTube, search Windy City Sports Network, and subscribe to our channel. You can watch us live or watch any of our older podcasts there. We created our YouTube channel for you, our fans, to interact with us during our shows. Ask us any questions, and we will spew our opinions. We will be broadcasting CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, Every Friday at 7 p.m. live and bi-weekly every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Russell Talk Radio will be live. Only on our YouTube channel. So subscribe now. If you have any questions, you can use our social media outlets or email us at Windy City Sports Network at gmail.com. Like I have said many times before on this show. This is a passion project. We don't make any money off of this, and we have expenses, equipment, distribution costs, etc. If you guys enjoy our show and would like to buy us a beer, you can, and it would be greatly appreciated. Go to our Patreon page, become our patron, and you can donate as much as you want. We will have rewards updated monthly in return. Just go to our Patreon page at Windy City Sports Network. Again, remember, we are WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, built by the fans, for the fans. Ladies and gentlemen welcome the SCR Chicago Sports Crunch Radio this is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry from the NBA NFL MLB EPL and so much more CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City from the Bears Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports, Crunch Radio. It is... Um. See? The mic. Ah, there you go. That's why I wanted you to sit on that side, but that's I'll right. just do it higher, get my posture up. <laughs> um, hey, 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 Jay. He was never subscribed to our channel. He just subscribed.
1: There you go. What's happening, guys? Big Nick Cole. Jackman's here. Boxing, guys. Boxing Jack- Jackman's favorite Tonight.
0: subject. Yeah, I like boxing. So uh, we are doing a second surprise show because we really haven't talked too much about boxing as of late. Um, we did uh, we did throw in there in the a, a couple shows I think a couple weeks ago. Jackman, yeah, we did some boxing, but not too much. And then I know the last week we didn't. Uh, we ran out of time, so we didn't do much there either. Um, but we want to cover it now because there's a lot of fights that we want to cover and a lot of fights that are upcoming and we wanted to make sure we cover some of those before we get into it. Um, and, uh, bull is another huge, uh, fan of, of this stuff too. So, uh, pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited for some of these upcoming fights, especially one, which I'll talk about when we get to it, that's going to be real exciting. Right. And Jackman knows which one it is. I'm actually going to buy his hat. I think, did you know he's sponsored by Under Armour? Oh okay, you didn't know that? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I seen him advert. You I know he them. has the hats too, the N- Under Armour hats. No, I, I don't yeah, know. that's what this is. Under Armour, man. What if we got these guys as a sponsor? They'd give us like free stuff. Oh man, we can like for, for wear free Under Armour stuff all the time. Um, but in any case. Uh, boxing. This episode is going to be strictly boxing. We did the other episode before which we covered local sports and national which we did uh, just finished but this will be all boxing. Uh, Quick show, not too long. Uh, We have been trying to keep our shows to 30-40 minutes. Uh, We're going to try to do that now which we'll see what the traction is. Who knows if we get a lot uh, of views on this one Jackman then maybe we should start shortening the shows down more and making specific shows on specific topics and maybe more views will watch it. And stuff. I
1: think so because I think certain people want to listen to certain topics specifically. Boxing's more of a niche sport. You either like it or you, or you don't. don't, yeah. Right.
0: So we will be going over a lot of those boxing fights. Jackman's got a bunch of fights that he wants to talk about and go over. Um, I don't have to talk about my spiel anymore because we do that now in the beginning of the show, so we don't have to really go over any of the... Um, uh social media stuff which is pretty cool so you guys know where you guys can hear us uh the only thing i ask from you guys is spread the word go out there uh help us out on patreon uh, on our patreon page and uh obviously our sponsors as well audible.com is out there Uh, we'll probably do a quick commercial promo at the end of the podcast uh, about audible.com and some of the offers they have um but obviously that would help out and Go from there, help out our podcast buddies as well, too, in the beginning of the show that uh, have a pretty cool podcast out there that we can help those guys, too. So uh, what do we got? What's the first fight on the agenda?
1: All right, I want to talk a little bit about last week's fights that we're on. Okay, uh, this fight was on uh, Fox. Devin Alexander versus Vicious Victor Ortiz. Now, as you guys all know, Victor Ortiz, he's a classic underachiever. This is a guy who's very talented. Fast hands, strong, strong punching, and uh, he fought the best. And he actually did pretty well against them. But he never really succeeded in those championship bouts. Uh, he's very talented, though, and uh, he fought Mayweather. Remember when when he head butted him and stuff, yep. and then they, on the break Mayweather hit him right after yeah, the and break. He got knocked out. He, he got knocked out right. So, anyways, he fought Devin Alexander, who's been away. He had a problem with painkillers, guys, and he's been away. He was he was uh one of the tops in 147 for a while there. He fought Sean Porter. He lost, but he was right up there. Uh, Devin Alexander. They fought a pretty good fight. Uh, at the end, the last couple of rounds, I thought it was uh, I switched. I was switching back and forth because they had the Fox fighting on, then they had it on Showtime, and I thought for sure Devin won a unanimous decision. So I like switched in like the last round because Victor, I got to say one thing for Ortiz. He was fighting. He didn't give up. He didn't show no signs of quit. He was trying. But Devin was just uh, quicker, faster to the punch, outlanded him, and just more of an accurate fighter. More on his game. You know, he was, he was the better boxer that night. And to my amazement, they gave it a draw. Now, I don't know how much amazement that is in the sport of boxing, as we all know. That's one thing I don't like about boxing. They don't get it right. They do a lot of hometown uh, cooking. They screw the results a lot. So, that was another one which I saw Devin clearly won that fight. Ortiz was game. He tried. He did land some punches, but not enough Clearly for a draw. So you feel Devin won the fight? Yes, no doubt.
0: Cleared. And and I, I did watch the replay on that. I didn't watch it live. That was on Saturday night, I believe. Correct. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think it was a draw. I, I'm going to say, though, where I can justify at least what the judges, because I did think it was a little bit closer than you're saying he, he beat him no matter what.
1: Yeah, I saw. So, you know what? I, to be honest, I turned it in the last round. I saw – they said that Ortiz won maybe like the – last couple. Yeah, the last couple. Yeah, I, I, I think
0: I, – I still think Devin won, uh, and I wouldn't have been upset if they did say that he won. Um, but I do agree where – I, I don't agree with – I'm with you on that one. I think that judge – a lot of these judges, and that's how you can fix the sport, and that's what upsets me sometimes with it, um, it, it – sometimes they know the outcome the boxer may not know the outcome but they know who the specific people well unless he gets want. a knockout yeah so
1: then that would rule that out yeah so I don't what do you what do you
0: think is the next thing that's gonna happen with these guys though so you think they're gonna do another rematch or what like what's what's the what's the payoff here
1: no uh, you, or you know you think
0: they're just gonna let it go right there and that's it
1: it could be another rematch but I think uh, Devin's career's got more upswing than Victor's career. Yeah, he's sort of on the downslide. Right, he's a little bit on the downslide. Also, he did a decent showing, so he can probably go in there with another 147, and he is dangerous with his punching power. But I don't, think, I don't see uh, Victor going to to the top. But yeah, not now. He's too. He's getting up there too. Right. I mean, he had a lot of chances. So I don't know. That that's one fight. Uh, and I want to talk more about the Danny Garcia fight Mm -hmm. versus Brandon Rios. Now, I I commented a little bit about this last week. I saw Brandon Rios was going in a little too big against Danny Garcia. Now, even though Danny Garcia fought at 140 pounds for the majority of his career, he just recently went up to 147. uh, Brandon Rios started at lightweight at 135. And at lightweight, he was very dominant. He was. He was undefeated. He won the belt, the lightweight belt. But then when he went up to uh, 147, he hasn't really fared as well. I mean, he, he fought Pacquiao. Pacquiao beat him up. I mean, Brandon Reels, I got to say one thing about him. He has all the heart in the world. He doesn't give up. And he was game. He was in good shape. He was reunited with his trainer, uh, Garcia. Mm-hmm. He was reunited. Uh, reunited. He trained hard. He fought hard. But Danny Garcia is just a better boxer. Bigger guy, and he has a hard punch.
0: I I like personally Danny Garcia Garcia a lot. And if you're going to look at anyone that's, I think, up and coming, um, that's the guy who I'm actually interested in watching. And I try to watch all his fights. What do you think is next, though,
1: for Danny? Well, this is very interesting. After the fight, Sean Porter came in the ring. (laughs) He started calling Danny Garcia out. He got in his face. And uh, I, I, you seen Danny got real hot, you know. He got in his face, and even Jim Gray told him, "Get the hell out of here. This is Danny Garcia's night," you know. I don't know if he wants Sean Porter. I think he could probably he could. I think it'll be a tough fight, but I think maybe uh, Garcia could win. He wants a rematch with Thurman again. Yeah, that's who they're and all. I, clamoring. I would like to see that. Right, that's who they're all clamoring to fight. Porter's clamoring to fight Thurman. Uh, Garcia's clamoring to fight Thurman. Now they fought. That was a close fight. Actually Garcia I thought was coming on in the later rounds. Thurman won by via split decision. Now that was a close fight, though. So who do you think if if Thurman
0: and Garcia fought again, who do you think would win? <laughs> Ugh, I'm leaning Garcia now
1: maybe. You know Thurman, he came back from that uh or do you think shoulder injury or elbow injury yeah
0: i mean what it sounds like to me and we were talking about this before we went live uh on the show is that um and i've known before in boxing that i've said a lot of it is fixed and it's sort of uh getting a little disgraceful in what they're doing i personally think that they told porter to go in there uh they wanted to create obviously boxing is a business and they need to get ratings so i personally think they told porter to go in there um, they might have not told Gray and or Garcia about it just to see the reaction of what comes back reaction-wise. They
1: either told him or allowed it. According to Porter backstage, I heard him talking. He said he was allowed to go in there and Jim Gray didn't know that. And yeah. But you know what? I do feel that, it was Danny Garcia's night, and he should have the mic and he should say what he wants. And yeah, I don't think. But as a boxing federation, right. to set up the next
0: match, you need to make it enticing. So I know, are, I know, if that they- gets people going. Exactly. If you see Garcia if Garcia Porter is the next match that they're going to fight, would you want to see that now?
1: Yeah, I would want to see it. And why do you want to see that? Well, some of that is because he was in the ring. Yeah, no, it worked. Now it's Garcia's a good strategy. got a grunge
0: and he wants to fight him. So right. So I, I personally think that's the way they're going to go. I would though, as a fan, if. Who would win? Garcia Porter. That's a good fight.
1: That's a really good fight. Porter's a bigger man. He's very aggressive. He'll come in. I like Danny Garcia as a counter uh, puncher. Uh,
0: I would hope Garcia could win it, but that's a hell of a fight. That's a
1: hell of a fight. That can go 50-50. Yeah.
0: So what I would like is if Garcia did beat... Porter, let's just say. Yeah. Then he, and he can could. Go, he can go yeah, he could, definitely can. Then he goes Thurman for the rematch, beats Thurman. Now you're looking at him as one of the top fighters.
1: Oh, for sure, no doubt. He's he's up there. Yeah. He's he's right up there. I mean, that's his only loss, and that was via split decision against Keith Thurman. Yeah. So I mean that's Garcia's a good counter puncher, you know, and he, and he punches hard. Uh Porter could run into one of these punches because Porter comes in like a mad dog. Yeah. I don't know if you remember against uh Malinaji, he just rushed him, and he kept coming in after him. Yeah. And Malinaji is a, a very good boxer, but he didn't have the firepower that Garcia does to keep Porter away. Now Garcia can land some of these big shots as Porter's coming in, Porter will think twice about coming in again. You should do you ever listen to Malinaji's podcast? Uh,
0: no, but I watch him a lot on Showtime. He's very good. He has a podcast, which is actually pretty good. Yes. You, it would be good to have you on there, too. with him. <laughs> no, he's pretty good. I listen pa- to him. Paulie's
1: very good. He's very informative, very smart, and he sees, he knows what's happening in the ring. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Roy Jones we talked about, Paulie's also very good. Oh, speaking of Roy
0: Jones, I don't know if he had that on the agenda. He fought his last fight, supposedly. Right, and
1: he won. Yeah, and that was the decision. What, two, three weeks ago or so. Right,
0: correct. Yeah, and he won. So how do you, what do you think about that? I think, I think for, he should retire, you I know? I think he should have retired a long time ago. Right, right. But um, he was a great fighter, potentially one of the greatest fighters. In the fighters.
1: 90s, he was, the, he was untouchable. Yeah. I mean, he was
0: in a way like a modern day. I know he wasn't the same weight, but like a modern day um, Sugar Ray Leonard and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, he was quick on his feet with his punches, uh, fought smart. I mean, just overall, great fighter. I Amazing. Mean, Amazing I, fighter. Um, I know he Great does, hand com- speed. I know he does commentary. Um, do you think that he potentially might go into the training mode soon? Oh, do you think he
1: would be? You know what? He did train a couple. He co-trained John Pierre Pascal. Oh. Yeah, he did, and he was uh with uh. Ramsey You you
0: know how they always say Even in sports Like the greatest players Never make good coaches
1: Right They say it's like Usually an average player It's like
0: Will Purdue Ends a great coach From the Bulls Not Michael Jordan And if Michael Jordan Tries to coach Because they had to Maybe rely
1: more on Fundamentals Uh, and stuff Than
0: than their uh, Extreme skill But that would be Interesting if Roy Jones Decides to go into training To try to take up Some of these fighters You never know Yeah you never know He's got a lot of
1: knowledge And a lot of things to offer I'm surprised Mike Tyson Hasn't tried that I mean, Mike Tyson is a school of a very big fan in a school of boxing. That's what I'm saying. He watches a lot of fight films. And he's humbled now, so he's not crazy like well, he
0: is, but not like he used to be. Right. Where I think he would take his job if he trained fighters now, he would take it serious. I think he's at that age in his life where he wants to like. I just want to relax more settled down, Yeah. And I think that if he decided to train fighters, think about it. Think how many heavyweight fighters he can grab and train and be like nah, dude listen I was the smallest guy in there I had no reach this is how I beat him
1: right I mean especially if the fighters sort of similarly built to Mike yeah. Tyson
0: I mean I these are the these are the questions sometimes I ask myself like how come these guys have never tried or how come if if I was a heavyweight fighter which is at the class I would be in I'd probably be super heavyweight if they had super heavyweights um, but if I did that's the questions I would ask myself I would try to go Lennox Lewis, one of my favorite boxers. Right,
1: Lennox Lewis was great.
0: I would eventually, if I got to the point where I was like wilder and I'm big in the heavyweight division, I'd be like, I'd be calling out Lennox, not calling out, but reaching out to Lennox Lewis or Mike Tyson and saying, hey, I, I want to learn from you guys. Like, would you guys Right, be willing- I mean, especially
1: like Lennox Lewis. He yeah. used his size to his advantage. Yeah, I- I- I'd
0: be willing to pay you guys if we can sit down and negotiate something, but I want to learn from you. Would you be willing to train me for my fights going forward? And then that way you can have Lennox Lewis and your your other trainer in the, in the ringside.
1: But sometimes... Sometimes uh, two cooks don't work out in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, I mean, they'd have to work together. They would have to work together. Just right. wanted to throw that out there. No,
1: I think that's very interesting. I think they, those guys got a lot of knowledge and talent to offer and a lot of advice for the younger guys coming up, especially like a guy like Lennox Lewis uh, to Wilder, which he, he relied on his jab. He relied on his straight right hand. And uh, Manny Stewart really got the most out of Lennox some of these older guys, Lewis.
0: like think about it. George and for his age... He's in phenomenal shape. Yeah. And his head's all there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. George, all those years. He fought Muhammad Ali. Yes. I mean, he can be in the ring teaching heavyweight fighters now. Like, this is what I used to do when I fought Muhammad. This is what I did when I fought these fighters. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. But, like, Sugar Ray Leonard's another one. Well, he makes a lot of money outside with his ventures, so... I can understand Sugar Ray saying... And, and George Foreman, too, with his yeah. grill. He probably made billions off of that. Yeah, he
1: made a lot of money. George Foreman's one of my favorite heavyweights, one of my favorite boxers. And what he did to be offered for 10 years, he he stopped boxing in 1977 he back. when he lost against Jimmy Young. He had a vision. And he stopped, and he, and he started being a reverend, remember? Yeah. Right? And then in 87, he came back. And in uh, 94... <clears throat> He won the world's heavyweight title, the oldest at forty-five years old. I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah. And he fought a lot of tough dudes. He he fought a lot of big guys. Uh, he didn't he didn't want to tangle with Lewis or Bull, but he did fight a lot of good heavyweights. And he was he used his size. He was more calmer. He was more smarter. He had better. He paced himself better when he got older. And he was pretty successful, guys. Very successful. He was one of one of the most popular and. In- Yeah, that was one of the best fighters in his in heavyweight. I mean, just
0: just think of it. When you name five, he's up there. You know what I mean? Muhammad Ali, obviously, number one. He may even be top three. Yeah, you got
1: Muhammad Ali or the brown bomber.
0: Yeah, and then you've got you have to sort of put Foreman in there, too. Joe Lewis. Yeah. So, I mean, he's up there. Yeah, he's up there. Did you know the story about the Foreman grill? I know. I'm no, I'm I'm the wealth of of useless Uh, knowledge, right? Go ahead. Uh, you know who that was originally supposed to be? And no. George Foreman got it on mistake, or not mistake, but because someone else did it. So the story is that the they originally wanted to go with Hulk Hogan. Mm. And the Foreman hmm. grill people. Were you love call- wrestling. They were calling Hulk Hogan, but he wasn't picking up the phone. And it wasn't that he didn't want to pick it up. He just wasn't free at the time that day. So finally, when he freed up in the evening that same day, he finally ends up calling them them back and saying, "Hey, I'm sorry, I was in meetings. What was what was going on?" And they said, "Yeah, we we were calling you because we wanted to do a grill and we had an idea that we wanted to sort of launch and we wanted to use your name for it and whatever." But they're like, "Don't worry about it. We ended up going with somebody else. Well, that somebody else ended up being George Foreman. Wow! Did that work the out for him? Call. Wow! And then he sold how much money of those grills? <laughs> that was supposed to be Hulk Hogan. That was supposed to be." Not the George Foreman grill That was going to be The Hulk Hogan grill Oh wow So he missed out Hogan missed out On millions too One of his phone call
1: Yeah right Yeah But anyways All right. Okay So we got Garcia And I want to go A little bit more Into the 147 But I want to talk about Some of the upcoming Fights that we have On tomorrow Okay Yeah go And then we'll go back Into a little bit Into more The 147 Let's see Uh, Garcia Okay Singside Soren Rhea it's hard to pronounce wow. his name. What he's is a he? Thailand. From I was Thailand. Say, th- yeah. It's got to be Thailand. Right. Versus Juan Francisco Estrada. That's going to be on tomorrow on HBO. These guys are uh they're like flyweights, super flyweights. And those guys from Thailand are like kickboxers,
0: so those guys are solid.
1: They're solid. They are yeah. they start out at kickboxing. Yeah,
0: their chins are like
1: rocks, man. You can get a
0: like a uh, a, a 500 a year old tree trunk and swinging at this guy's head and he won't drop
1: no these guys are tough yeah and you know what he bought he beat uh Chocolatito Gonzalez where he was he was unbeaten they they had him on HBO as the next kingpin in the smaller weights he's the next guy he's the, he's gonna be pound for pound they, he beat him the first time in the decision they rematch and singside uh, Soron v vside from Thailand knocked him out. I mean, he just knocked him out in the fourth round. It wasn't so even like a competitive fight. I like this guy. He's 31 years old. Let me tell you a little bit about the back around of him. He had a real tough life. He had to walk more than 60 miles by foot to apply for a job. 60 miles. We yeah. walked seven miles in our life before to go somewhere, but not. Right, not 60 miles, yeah. right. Uh, he had to, He had to eat leftovers from garbage to survive. So this is really an, a nice story. He's 31 years old. He he. Okay, let's see his
0: record. Well, it's not just that, but I think it's more that when you find people like this, no matter in boxing or in any sport, they see the opportunity that's in front of them and they're going to work harder for it. Because they know where they came from, right. and they don't want to go back to They're going to be, that. right, they're going to be hungrier. Yeah, so fighters that are from a background like that, and they know that if they continue to keep winning, they're going to train harder, they're going to fight harder. They're going to literally put their lives out there because they're going to be like, hey, I, I'm going to die in this ring because if I, if, if I don't die and I lose, then i got to go back to that life that I never wanted right. to be. Right, they don't want to see that. So, no. yeah,
1: when you see that, there's a fire in those guys that they're just not going to give up. No, no, they won't give up. And his record is 44-4, and four, and some of his losses were when he was way back when. So they weren't recent losses. Okay, now his opponent also has got an interesting story, guys. Juan Francisco Estrada from Mexico. Very good fighter. Technical fighter. i seen him on HBO. He's a very good fighter. He's got 36 wins, 25 losses. I mean, 25 Kales. I'm crazy. Two losses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... But get this, guys. Here's his uh, touching uh, hard hard, hard part of life sometimes. Estrada lost his parents at the age of seven. Oof. Yeah. He was raised by his aunt, picked up boxing when he was nine. He's wow. Tw- right. He's 27 years old, and Sorenside V-Side is 31 years old. This is going to be a good fight. It is. Sorenside V-Side, he's a, he's a southpaw. He looks a little bit like a little Manny Pacquiao in there. And when uh, what is this on, Showtime? It's on HBO, and HBO. it's tomorrow. And this is going to be a good fight. I don't really know who's going to win because I, I haven't seen Sorenside V-side fight a lot. I've seen him against Chocolatito Gonzalez. And Estrada, i seen him a couple times. I think it's going to be a close fight. You, Estrada is very technical. He's a little bit like a Mikey Garcia. He's uh, sound, technical. He counter punches well. And uh, Sorenside V-side, he's going to be a little more aggressive. He's a southpaw. And, uh, I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be an exciting fight, guys. If you guys like the little dudes watching them, they throw a lot of punches. They're action-packed. And these two guys punch hard. stormside V-side, he punches hard. He put Chocolatito on the mat. He knocked him out, and he wasn't getting up. So that's tomorrow. That's going to be good. Okay, let's see what Who else. else is on that card. Mm, I didn't look at the whole Yeah, I don't card. see
0: anyone else that's good on that card,
1: or at least noteworthy. Okay, let me look it up right quick. Uh See, Let me see if I know some of these guys uh, boxing. Okay, that's tomorrow. Uh, Brian Villanueva, I heard of him before, but I don't know his opponent too well. How many fights first are on that card? Three? Well, it shows, they'll probably show two or three, but they'll probably show three. It shows five. Yeah, one probably two, probably show the, three. The other ones are dark matches where, like the wrestling, they don't yeah. show them. Okay, so that's tomorrow, guys. So tomorrow we're going to have some good fights. Uh, let's see what else. Okay. T- I want to talk about a little bit about an upcoming fight next week, March 3rd. Uh, let's see if this is the only one coming. we got a couple guys. Uh No, that's not. That's, uh, I believe, March 10th. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Cal Brock, he's coming back. Oh, yes. I like Cal Brock. He's, yes. Yeah, and he's coming back at 154. He's fighting Sergey R- 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 binko
0: When is his? When was his last fight? Though Brock hasn't fought for.
1: No, I believe his last fight was his loss to uh Spence. Yeah, Earl and that Spence was like Jr. Two years ago, th- almost more. Maybe a year, year and a- he's been out for a while. He broke his orbital bone. Uh,
0: okay. I was gonna say because he was—he's been out for a while. Right.
1: Triple G broke his one side, and then uh Earl Spence broke the other side. Yeah. You think he still got it though? I think he still got it. I do. I so, think it's gonna be a little hard uphill, but I, I, you know, he's very talented, and he's got heart. It's gonna be a long fight up. Yeah, gonna get a little bit, it. yeah, and he's going. To, he's fighting at one fifty four, so which is bigger, you know, than he fought previously at one forty seven. He fought at Triple G at the one sixty limit, which was, you know, not not. I didn't like that, but I don't know. He's a fighter to watch. I don't know how good his opponent is. His record is twenty nine and two, so we'll see. But if you guys like heavyweight fights. March third. That's also. what I'm looking for. Right. This is a Showtime Barclays Center, Brooklyn, New York. Yep. You got Deontay Wilder, 39 and 0, 38 KOs versus Luis King Kong Ortiz, 28 and 0, 24 KOs.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never been more excited for a heavyweight fight since like the Lennox Lewis, Evander Holyfield, Galata days, like that stuff. Right, the 90s were awesome for yeah. heavyweight fights. I was never huge on Klitschko's. I hated the both of them. Um, even the the brother that had the belts, never liked him. They were never entertaining to me. They were very boring fighters. Well, the, f-
1: the fight against Joshua, Vladimir, wasn't was an entertaining fight. I, I just, I was un... I know, I know. Some unin- of
0: his fights were, but... Boring, like Hopkins. I fall asleep. Yeah, I know. And uh, this match... Is finally. I mean, I know there's hype, and I know they're doing it for ratings, and I know they're doing all this talking back and forth or whatever, but there's some hype, and it, it's very exciting to see that. I, I personally think that Wilder's going to win, and I think he's one of those guys that they're going to try to elevate him. The they, they
1: are trying to ele- elevate him. He's 32 years old. He's a big dude. He's 7 He's he got is. a long reach. He's got a long right hand, real powerful. And uh, Luis Ortiz is 6'4". He's 38, 39 years old. I think he's a southpaw. Is he in yeah, southpaw? Yeah,
0: le- Louis lefty. Is, what is right? um, Wilder? Um, what's his weight? Isn't he like... He's pretty lean, right? He, and he come in like 240, two, I was going to say 230. But I the, think maybe 230.
1: Yeah, he, he's not real heavy. Let's see. I wonder what he's He's almost,
0: wearing. in a way, the reason I like Wilder is he reminds me, not fighting style, look-wise, like Lennox, in a way. A little bit. He just doesn't have the... Like, Lennox had longer reach... Um, but I mean, not his style. Don't get me. Just the way he looks overall, just like everything. Um, his. Size. But Deontay's
1: is a little bit slimmer. Yeah,
0: but I mean, overall it was just right. Like, it's, man, a, it's a similar type of build, long arms. Uh, but... I want Wilder because I, I, the possibilities of, I think him taking that heavyweight division and
1: making it. Well, they want to make the big mega fight against Joshua, uh, so they're so they're trying to push Wilder to win.
0: Yeah, and then you see that one. And then Joshua. and then
1: Joshua is going to fight Parker, and then maybe they, those two can collide if if Joshua yeah, which wins, which I
0: think would be good. But Luis Ortiz is thing. no joke. He, no, he's not, and no. you can't sleep on him. But here's the thing: besides Joshua and Wilder, who else do you got in the heavyweight division? That's the problem. Right,
1: that is a problem.
0: So it's just like I don't want right. to see. I yeah, I would love to see Wilder Joshua. But I, I don't care any other person in heavyweight division. And that's the problem in the heavyweights. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just... I mean, the heavyweights haven't been really uh,
1: happening for a long time. Or is
0: it just that bigger people are scared to get in the ring with other bigger people because they'll knock your block off? And that's you know, true. I mean, it, the bigger... Yeah, you hit harder. You hit harder. And these guys might end up in the hospital. So, so maybe these heavyweights are like, I ain't getting in the ring with another big guy. A lot of
1: them are playing football and basketball. A lot of people, a lot of, you know, big guys and, and athletic guys And that's why you have a lot of these guys out of and the U.K., yeah.
0: And not out of the States because in the UK they don't play football. And no, so they they're rugby. too big to play soccer. Right. They're actually too big to play rugby too. I've never seen a six seven guy play rugby. Yeah, right, right. Rugby's usually stocky short guys. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's gonna be an interesting fight. I want Wilder, personally. That's why I'm voting for, rooting for. Well,
1: he's a younger, more an up and coming guy. He's from America and Luis Ortiz is Cuban. Yeah. But he's uh he's a very good fighter too, and uh i'm I'm interested in watching that one. I really it's yeah, gonna be a good one right and then let's see what else we got I got some some news over here uh lenoris they they're talking about a Lemonchinko fight at one thirty five
0: yeah, that still hasn't been set though
1: no yeah I've been seeing rumblings of that right and you know you, you know what else they're talking there's a lot of rumblings on different ways. I like Mark, Mikey Garcia. Yes. He's he's fighting yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan of Mikey Garcia. He's going to be fighting in on uh, March 10th against uh Lipenwitz. He's from uh, Russia, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, hey, is he where is he from he's exactly? He's one of those countries yeah.
0: that are not Russian or they're
1: Russian but they have their own okay. name. And uh, he's fighting that fight at 140. Now guys, I heard some talk that Mikey Garcia is contemplating Uh, Taking on Terrence Crawford or Mm. Keith One Time Thurman moving up to one forty seven. Both those would be good. They would be, but you know what, Mikey Garcia, right? Mikey, no, they would fight him. They won't dodge him. I don't think so because Mikey Garcia started at one twenty six. I think that's too much big, too big of a jump, right? I think so because when he fought uh, Adrian Broner at one forty, Mikey Garcia is a is a hard puncher at one twenty six and even at one thirty five. He's a hard puncher. At 140, he hit Broner with some decent shots, and Broner took the shots. So I think he would have a little bit problems at 147 going that that much up in weight fighting these bigger guys. Now, I know Mikey Garcia believes in his technical skills, and his technical skills are great. He's fundamentally sound. His brother and his father, they taught him to boxing. But I would I rather see Mikey Garcia fight Lomachenko at 135 mm. pounds. That's what I want to see.
0: And then if they win, or if Mikey wins, who do you go after go after that? Does he move up after that?
1: You know, I would have... would Mikey's have
0: a... chasing the money.
1: Right. Yeah, he's chasing the money. And that's right, why he fight. wants to move up. I mean, yeah, I mean, the the bigger names are in 147. We're going to go divulge into that. The 147, there's a lot of names. Yeah. Well, if he beats Lomachenko, that's a big if well, now. That's,
0: he, that's a good payday though, too. So him going to fight Lomachenko would be payday, but he might also That be, is a very big payday. He might be scared that he knows he's going to lose that match and if he loses then he doesn't get a, 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 well, any other good paydays.
1: Well, you know what, Mikey Garcia was talking, I heard him on uh, some interviews and he said he feels the strongest at 135. He says he feels good at 140, but he feels the strongest at 135. And Lomachenko also started the pro debut at 126, but he won his uh, medals at 135. So I think both guys would be w- would be strong at 135, and I would like to see Mikey fight at the weight that suits him best. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking it's 135. I would love to see Lomachenko fight. I don't think Lenores can beat Lomachenko. I think Lenores has some good tools now. He has fast hands. He's got a long arms, and he can probably give Lomachenko some problems because he 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 is really talented. He's a great offensive fighter, Jorge Lenores. He's really good, but his face br- busts up too much. It re- it gets red quickly, and uh, Lomachenko he's got that footwork, and he moves around. And Lomachenko is one of my favorite fighters. I would have to favor Lomachenko. Uh, I think Lo- uh, Lenores has some moments in this fight, but I would have to favor. Lomachenko, if Joe they fight hit, at 135. Make his face
0: look like hamburger.
1: Right, but I I, I don't know, right, I don't know who, if who to favor. I think Lomachenko would be favored against Mikey Garcia, but I think it would be close. A tip, uh, I, I was just looking through stuff. Uh, Deontay Wilder
0: has started talking crap about Luis Ortiz, too, and he's saying that once once a cheat, always a
1: cheat. Right, well, yeah, Luis Ortiz got caught on PEDs. On um, the banned substances, yeah. Right, and they postponed, initially, they, they were going to fight over in there. They right, and then he
0: knocked him out in the first round. I think Wilder. He knocked him out easy. Yeah. yeah. So he's talking crap about that. Once a cheat, always is a cheat. So right, right. That's going to be interesting. That's why I'm interested in this. No, fight. no,
1: th- guys. If you guys like heavyweights, you guys want to get back into the boxing. Watch this fight. It's probably going to end up in a knockout. You got two big guys, one six seven, one six four. They punch hard. They're going to go at it. So that
0: fight this week too with Estrada. That's this week tomorrow. Yes. That's going to be a hell of a fight, too.
1: That's going to be a very good fight. Yeah. It's going to be a very cool fight. That's a fight. sleeper fight. Yeah. yeah, I might tune into that one. No, tune in, tune in. That's going to be an action-packed fight. I'm telling you, that's going to be a really good fight. I'm calling it. That's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a close fight. All right, what else you got? Okay, let's see. Are we jumping into my favorite fight? Uh, Pretty soon, yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the 147 before we jump there. We're going to leave that guy for last, okay? Okay. All right, here's uh I'm gonna rattle off some names at 147. Keith Thurman, Errol Spence Jr., Sean Porter, Cal Brock. He's fighting at 154, but he can go down can at go 147. Down. Yeah, Danny Garcia, uh, Jeff Horn, who's a big 147. Manny Pacquiao, Jesse Vargas. He fought if Manny Pacquiao really right. No, right. He's out. And L- Louis Matisse hmm? and Lamont Peterson. Okay, uh, you know they were also talking. a Couple of fights they were talking about Manny. They were talking about him and Lomachenko at 140. Mm. What do you think about that one? I just one?
0: think Manny needs to quit. He, but I mean, how old is Manny now? Forty. He's like 39.
1: I, yeah. I don't know. I think his time is up. Yeah, his prime is gone. You're right. I mean, I mean, 10 years ago, Manny was kicking ass. Yeah. 09, You know. I just I don't think he should stay into the game. I, I, I still think he can be dangerous at 140
0: maybe against the, the right opponent. I'm just not interested in watching any matches with Pacquiao. I think Pacquiao's credibility and his selling. No, um, he still brings it, dude. Not like before, not he still like brings before, it. Not before, man. No, but he I, still brings it. I'm not interested in watching anything Manny anymore.
1: All right. I think here's
0: the biggest reason, too. It's because just like in sports, I always look for the future. How can you sit here and watch a guy that you know is not going to have a future? What's, no, but what's going to one- happen? The guy's going to sit here and start fighting guys to win the title.
1: Well, you know what? He he can still put on a good fight, though. So. He can do a George Foreman, you think? Yeah, he could. I mean, no, the future. You're right, but he can still put on a good fight. Yeah. Okay. So, and then uh, they were talking about either Crawford. This is what Bob Arum said. He said, "You want Crawford or Lomachenko? You pick." To who? To Manny. <laughs> okay. And I think he would do better against Lomachenko because Crawford's a big dude with long arms. He's real tall, and I think at 140, if he fights I think Lomachenko, Lomachenko, would whoop him. I think they're both southpaw. Yeah, I think both of them would whoop him. I I think that Manny's handlers are telling them they'd rather see him in against Lomachenko at 140 than at Crawford at 147. And I agree with that. I think because Manny's a little bit bigger uh, than Lomachenko. Well, they'd be pretty close in size, and they're both southpaw. I think that would be a more intriguing fight than yeah. him to fight Terrence Crawford. I'm a Manny fan. I love Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, I used to, but it's at this point. I, I know, don't. I know. He's not the same. But, but that,
0: that division is very stacked.
1: That division's real stacked. Yeah. And you know what? Earl Spence Jr., Nobody's He's, calling him out. Yeah. Sean Porter went to Danny Garcia to call him out, uh, to call him out, and he also got in the face of Keith Thurman. Yeah, that he also got in Keith Thurman's
0: face. Sean so Porter. here's a question for you: How many of those fighters are HBO and how many are Showtime? Are they split into 50-50?
1: Uh Porter, Thurman are both Showtime. So is
0: Garcia. See that's the problem, and I've said this before. And many so is Spence. Times. Yeah. But that's the problem. You you can't see some of these fights because these guys HBO no, and but Showtime they, can't agree.
1: No, but these guys are on the same network.
0: A no, those guys, guys are. But there's a lot of other fights you'd want to see that are HBO Showtime. Yeah, and right. I know that ain't going to happen, and that's why I mean like boxing needs to stop. Because there's, in my opinion, there's no IBF, there's no WBC, there's no WBO. It's HBO and Showtime. That's it. You've got Showtime fighters and HBO fighters and the Showtime fighters won't fight the HBO fighters because they can't agree on a payout or whatever. Um, Now that we can talk about another subject, I think now, did you hear, and I don't know who's heading, it. I didn't do any of the research, I just heard about it, and I didn't have time to read, but I want to do research on this for possibly the next show. Did you hear that the Boxing Association is finally considering abolishing all of the federations and naming one? No. So I heard this about a week ago, and I think it was on ESPN, um, they're uh, coming together, and I think with all the heads of the WBO, IBa, IBF, like all of them, and apparently I never knew this. There's like eleven different federations wow. in boxing, like in the states and a- abroad in other countries. They're coming together so that they can either vote unanim- unanimously on one leader, like a president, and they would basically I forgot um, world boxing. Um, it, it wasn't the the it wasn't WBA wb uh, i forgot what it was but regard i think it was w professional um sorry professional boxing association PBA.
1: Oh, pbc pbc championships yeah. yeah yeah pbc yeah yeah and
0: they were thinking of they're going to yeah man. they're going to name it to one um they would name one president and then it would be one title per class Mm. so no more of this hey this guy's the ibf champ this guy's this champ this guy's this champ now if they do that god bless them that's a baby step to fixing boxing the next step after that is they have to start making that association has to start saying now you guys have to make it mandatory i can care less what network you fight for if you're number one, if you're the champ, right. and you're the number one contender, the number one contender fights the champion. I don't care if you're Showtime, and I don't care if you're HBO. Right. And if you don't fight, then you can't fight in my federation. Go figure out what you're going to do other than that. Yeah. And 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 think about it. If you enforce rules like that, it's almost like soccer. How I said before with soccer, when 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 players are selected for the World Cup, they have to go. If you don't go because UEFA and FIFA talk with each other because UEFA is an organization they can actually go back to their professional team and tell their professional team he is banned from playing in any league in this world if he does not play and then that way it forces the players to play and they play their best at it as well too so until boxing does this and makes one federation where that's where you can only make your money and then from there and then hopefully they can Put there. I mean, ho- hopefully, some of these old guys that are running this stuff can figure out and say, for the future of boxing and for others to make money off of this, we need to do this because it's gonna, it, it's falling apart. Then that way, if you do that, then stop this whole Showtime HBO thing, and say these are the fighters. That's it. I don't care. If you guys are gonna sit here and fight about it, then you know what? That federation then should name a channel, like let's say ESPN, and say if you guys can't agree on something, then I'm gonna put the fight on ESPN, and then you guys can all go to hell. But. We'll see what happens. That's my rant.
1: Yeah, no, that's... I All mean, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mm, let's see what else we got going on. I think let's talk a little bit about the training for Canelo. Uh-oh. Okay, we're going to talk more about this fight. We're just salvatating a little bit, right? So, so Canelo, he's going to make a change in his training camp. I don't know if you heard this. Yes. Yeah, he's going to Colorado to train in the high altitude. As we all know in the first fight, Canelo only fought 45 to 60 seconds around. That wasn't enough in my opinion. I saw Triple G won the fight. I saw Canelo I had so too. right. I saw Canelo had his moments and I saw Canelo did well in certain spots of the fight. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty close fight because I thought Canelo landed the more telling punches, but it just wasn't enough. So I'm glad to see he's making a change. That's the first step in uh, solving your problem is recognizing you have a problem. So he did. He's gonna go to high altitude and he's got to train for more stamina. He's got to be able to at least fight two minutes around, a minute thirty around, at least close to two minutes around. A lot better than what he put in the first showing, which was only a minute around. So he's gonna start May March 3rd and March 4th for his fight which is taking place May 5th in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Center, mm-hmm. okay, against Triple G. Now, Triple G is always in shape. He fights at Big Bear in high altitude in California. The Oscar De La Jolla used to, used to train there. It's nice, it's peaceful, it's in the mountains, it's trees, forests, and it's very high altitude. What that does is there's not much oxygen there, so your body gets used to uh, very efficient. So when you come down... It gets used to, you know, it's yeah, it's better for you. It's better for recovery, too. It's better for recovery, and it's better your body gets used to. Yeah, you don't lose you don't lose your wind as quick. You have better stamina. No, when you come down, right, because yeah. there's more oxygen down. In, yeah. in, in, in training in that high high uh, altitude, there's not much air. There's not much oxygen up there, and your body has to uh, acclaminate itself to get used to that. Yeah. So a lot of boxers do that, and I'm glad to see Canelo is, because, you know, he normally trains in San Diego. You know what? Sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone. You do.
0: And, and the people that are around you, you got to get away from some of these people just so that you get in your element to train. I, I think, like I said before, um, I, I, I agree. I think Triple G won the first fight, um, but they gave it a draw. Then I, I think this fight, Canelo is like you obviously see it now. He's going to put his heart into training, and I think he knows deep down inside, and I think people in his camp are telling him, hey, you got lucky on this, and you got that draw. He, he beat you. And right. I, I guarantee you, people that are close to him, if I was his trainer, I wouldn't publicly say this. No, of I'd course be saying not. it in a closed room with them or when we're training. Dude, he beat you. I, I don't care what they said. He beat you. And until, unless you give your heart right now and you train your ass off, he's going to beat you again. So I would light that fire up in my fighter. So my fighter trains his ass off and he gets prepared to fight like a Mike Tyson like a, a, a guy that's going to be seven times heavier than than Triple G and quicker and whatever
1: so then that way when he gets in that ring I I think Canelo's going to have his number. Now I think I think so too. I think it's going to be a tough fight for Triple G. Canelo's 10 years younger. Yeah. He's like 26, Triple G's going on 36. And, that's a big difference. And Triple G might have a big head. We'll see. No, I he I,
0: might be like, "Oh man, he was easy." I don't
1: think he was. I that don't hard. think he was easy for him. I really don't. I, Watching I don't, that fight, I mean, uh, Canelo landed some heavy shots and, and and Canelo was able to stand up to Triple yeah, G's I want to see closer to
0: the fight, but I don't know. I would be I would not be shocked if this ends in like a four-round knockout
1: and Canelo wins. You never know. I mean, Canelo punches e- Either hard. way, here's the bottom line. I don't this know about is,
0: four rounds. Either way, and this is why they did this a draw, and this was a fix by the governing body that told the judges to make this a fix. No matter who
1: wins or loses this match... What happens after this match? I don't totally agree with that. A rematch? No. If it's one-sided, if it's a one-sided win, especially if Triple G just dominates Canelo, okay, so if, if triple, it's not a rematch.
0: So if Triple G goes in there and he doesn't fight, you don't think he's going to fight another time?
1: A not if he time? dominates him. No. Then, you, then people you, will no, question him no, and no. say,
0: oh, you you got a draw and you beat him
1: once and you're running away. Give him another chance. It de- Okay. if It depends. If he knocks him out quick, I mean, you never know, because it was a draw the first time. It depends on the fight go. But the based off the first fight, if it wasn't a if it wasn't a competitive fight, if it was one sided, I don't think they would do rematch. I think no matter who wins or loses this fight,
0: they're going a third one, and and that's just the way it's going to be. This is going to be our uh,
1: the modern day trilogy. It could be. No, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'm saying the outcome of the fight. Right, we Matters. Gotta, we got to do a not bet on this. Not the outcome. How? How How? How the outcome? We got to do a bet on this. Okay, what's your bet? I don't know. We'll figure something out. All but right. We'll say something
0: like, hey, if if I win, then you got to wear something funny on the show <laughs> for that's, the entire
1: show. That's cool. And, guys, you know what? I want to talk about this, uh, not too much, but this undercard. David Lemieux. He, this he's, is on the Canelo fight. Right. They're, yeah. ta- they're talking about signing this. I, I don't know if it's made 100% but David Lemieux versus Gary Spike O'Sullivan. I saw Gary Spike O'Sullivan fight before. Uh, he's got, he says he claims to have some limitage to O'Sullivan, the fighter, back back when. So anyways, he's a... Oh, this is fun, right? Okay, he's a tough... He's a big guy. See, I don't know if you guys seen Lemieux's fight against uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders stayed on his bicycle and I'll box Lemieux and Lemieux couldn't really get at him Spike O'Sullivan is a different fighter he's one who will come at you who'll try to wear you down on the ropes so if you guys want to see an action fight this is going to be an action fight both of them are going to be there to get hit that, I like that's yeah, going to be a good card that's going to be it. a good card if they do that one because they were they were talking at one time with David Lemieux versus canelo
0: yeah but that's not signed yet Oh that's not signed yet. No, no
1: the 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 new fight. No, that's not signed yeah, yet. Yeah,
0: that's not official but I I agree if they do
1: that. That's going to be an exciting a, fight. A yeah. Right, that's going to be an exciting fight guys. I'm telling you Sullivan I only seen him one time. And, and he just stayed in the pocket and just kept coming after and pulling it until he finally knocked him out. He was on HBO, and I, and I seen that fight, and, and he won via knockout. And Roy Jones was commentating, and he kind of seen, he says, I don't like how this kid looks. It was a young kid in there. I don't like how he looks. I don't like what he's doing. He's trading in there with some. And, and freaking Roy Jones had his crystal ball, and he can see what's going on because he's been in there, he's been there, and he's done that. And... Sure as shit, a couple rounds later, O'Sullivan knocked this guy out. And the other guy seemed more talented. He had faster hands and stuff, but he fought the wrong fight. Now, Lemieux and O'Sullivan, they both want to mix it up. So, this is going to be a real uh, exciting fight. But about Canelo fight, we're going to talk about this more. Hopefully, uh, we get Sammy on here because yes. I want to hear what he has to say about this. He's a big Triple G fan, as is I am, but like I said, initially for the first fight, I don't know, who would you favor, who did you think was going to win when they fought the first fight, Big Nick? Triple G. I also saw Triple G.
0: And the reason I was going to say Triple G is because he never really fought big fighters and he didn't have big names. So I think Canelo wasn't prepared for that. And I think that they were going to think, this kid's a skinny kid. Uh, Yeah, he's quick and I can see it, but he's never fought really good talent. And Canelo, I think, had a big head on his shoulder thinking, yeah, I'll just train a little hard and then I'll get in there and I'll still beat him. And I think he got in there. And he realized, oh, shit, this guy's pretty fucking good. Right. And to the punt where he was like, okay, he's maybe quicker than I am now, and I'm getting hit, and he's like, Jesus, I, I can't. And I think he shocked Canelo. And and I, I truthfully think he beat him on that first one. But because, obviously, everyone wants to make money into this, and they're going to make it into three, just like every other sport. They want to make as much money as they can. I think now, like I was saying, Canelo's going to be like, all right, this kid ain't going to surprise me. Now I'm gonna flip the table. I'm gonna work even harder. My my fit, my punches are gonna be even harder. I'm gonna be quicker. My my stamina is gonna be huge. I'm gonna shock Triple G this time around. And I think that's what you he's you think ca- Canelo's gonna
1: win this time around.
0: I think he's gonna win because he's gonna put a lot of time, and you obviously see with what he's doing with his training. He's going to Colorado. Yeah. He's gonna train a night. He's a good gonna train really hard. I mean, eight I, weeks. I, I would not be surprised, and I'm interested to see because they're probably gonna do that. You know how they used to. They usually do the um, 24-7s? twenty-four sevens. Yeah. You think they'll do something like that for this fight? I think so. I think so.
1: They have to. It's a big fight. It's a big fight. So
0: I'm going to be interesting to watch that when they're going up to it. Me too. I love that. Because I guarantee you Canelo is going to be in the best shape of his life for that fight. He's going to look lean. He's going to be like thinner. I mean, he's going to be quicker. I mean, this kid is going to be a beast, I think, honestly.
1: Well, that's the biggest flaw in Canelo's game is his stamina. Yeah. He always had problems with stamina. So he's gonna need to bring it, like I said, at least two his minutes. Trainer, the Rynoso Eddie and Chapo Reynoso. they're a father and son team from Mexico. They've been with him since he was a kid. Yeah, All right, you, you know, they're not, them. they're not. Yeah, they're not. You know, what they're not like thinking? a huge names. Can you imagine Freddie Roach? Yeah, in? I oh. know, different, bigger name, more sparring partners, a little change. And yes, I know, I know. You were thinking that, and I was kind of thinking it too. Like, I thought that sometimes. Imagine too. Freddie
0: Roach with with
1: Canelo, man. He's got it, a lot of, you know, in the L.A. Wild Card Gym, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. But Freddie Roach is huge, though. I mean, that, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I think it's gonna be. We'll talk. Like I said, we'll talk more about this yeah. fight. But as of what I saw, given off of the first fight, it's gonna I'm, be good. I love I'm good right. I'm Best gonna favor. I'm gonna favor Canelo a little bit. Yeah, me too. For, as of right now. So, anyways, I don't know. I'm. I, that's you it. Got, yeah, I'm pretty much. I'm pretty much done. I'm yeah, done. We're I, how to keep about you? To an there. hour.
0: Yeah, that's all I got. We want to try to keep this to an hour at least. too.
1: Yeah, I hope you guys like the show. Fifty-seven oh. minutes. Perfect. Okay. I hope you guys like the show. Uh, we can recap the the fights. Uh, yeah, tomorrow's obviously when fights, they come next week. Up. Yeah,
0: we'll recap them too. So um, when we do our CSCR show, we'll probably recap them towards the end as well too. And then we'll obviously do for the bigger fights. We'll probably end up doing standalone one-hour shows or something
1: yeah and you guys you know uh please tune into this boxing show and tell us what you want to talk about tell us the fighters you're interested in and the fighters you want to hear and the topics you want to hear because we'll be happy to oblige you that we do this show because we like talking about sports we like talking about boxing but we also would like to talk about what you the fans want to listen to
0: yeah if you guys want to want anything or want to ask us any questions or opinions obviously you can go into the chat room um for people who are listening to us uh, on podcast versions and they're like well what is this guy talking about chat room um we do have a youtube channel that we go live so we usually go live on fridays at 7 p.m so live at 7 p.m on our youtube channel youtube channel is windy city one word sports network and you can catch us on here live. When we're on our live show, like we are right now, you can actually go in our chat room and ask us any questions you want. If not, you can actually just send us an email at windycitiesportsnetwork@gmail.com at or on any of our social media, and then uh, we usually post that we're going to go live on that day when we're going to do a show. That way you guys can send us questions on our social media. That way we can sit down and um, we'll actually – tell the question question and answers and give you guys the answers for it so um but it's huge we want to interact and we want interaction from you guys as well to to make sure you ask us so we can give you guys our opinion but it's huge to make sure that you go on our youtube channel um, and you guys can watch us and go from there and you guys can even leave comments on each video we'll actually look back at those comments and then we can answer them on the next show as well too if that's what you guys like to do but subscribe that would be awesome please what else, Jackman? We missed right. Ball.
1: Uh, yeah, we missed Paul in the boxing show. He'll be we back do. though. He'll be back.
0: He might be here. Um, I'm thinking he'll be here next Friday. I think. Yeah. Good. So we'll we'll catch up with him on next Friday.
1: All right, guys. I had fun again, Big Nick, and I hope you guys liked the show. All right. So Peace out so and be safe, Chicago.
0: We will be um, back next week. We've got WTR on oh, Wednesday. Yes, because Elimination Chambers is Sunday so we will be back on Wednesday meanwhile Bill for WTR some big thing Ronda Rousey is going to be at Elimination Chamber signing her contract and I potentially think we'll be setting up a Wrestlemania match um, then we will be back for CSCR we'll potentially, we will talk boxing and cover up the fight for tomorrow that's coming up and we'll go over the happenings uh, in sports and what's going on Major League Baseball which we'll have a full week of uh, games in for Major League Baseball so we'll see some of these pictures and stuff um, local DJ guys, so the music you're hearing right here is Lasko. Um His uh, name the spell. You can search him on SoundCloud, L-A-Z-C-A-U-X. Local guy in the city of Chicago. Great music. You can go on SoundCloud, listen to some of his music, um, and he will be uh, busting a new track on March 10th, and it will be on Spotify and uh, Apple Music iTunes. So uh, check him out, guys. We will see you next week. Top guys out. I like me, I'd be so
1: foolish, I haven't in know why? was it something that you did, is it something in my mind, I don't know.